0: Welcome to the Weight Loss Podcast, Season 2, colon, Season 2. Yes. This train ain't stopping, mate. No. We're going. My name is Matt. My name has been Matt for a very long time. we Will continue to be Matt for a long time. With me, as always, is my intrepid co-host, my beautiful wife, my master and overlord, <laughs> Courtney.
1: Hello. Great how to I, be here.
0: I, oh, welcome to the show. Thanks. Good to have you. So, we're here for a discussion today about something that's going to have me ranting. (laughs) Yes. Probably most of this episode. We're going to talk about why willpower has nothing to do with it. Mm. Mm? Yes. Can we agree? Willpower, the term and the thought of how much willpower is needed, is one of the most overrated. And overstated assumptions that's possible when discussing weight loss. Now, when I say, can we agree, what I'm actually saying is, fuck yeah, I'm right.
1: Yes. Well, you are right because, yes, we do agree on this. It is completely overrated.
0: I would put it in the same category as the word motivation and using the scales to judge your progress. Yes. In terms of the biggest loads of shit you can waste your time on. Yes. Yes. Well, I mean that in keto.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: Okay. Now, here's the thing, and this is what I see a lot. So you might have, say, Courtney and I will jump online and post some, some great progress photos of a client, as you do, because we're in the business of change and you should probably show change. Yes. Yeah, all right. And, you know, their friends will see, their Facebook friends, whatever, will see... They're fantastic photos and i get all loved up. All the love hearts start coming in. Oh my God, you're amazing. And there's always a couple of people that'll chime in with, I wish I could do this if only I had the willpower. Can I share a little secret? Mm. Every time I see that it drives me fucking crazy. Yes. I fucking hate it. It's like, mate, what are you talking about? Yes. Now, to me, and I think we're gonna we definitely agree on this because we plan this out, Courtney. This is an assumption. Yes. Of one of the things it actually takes to succeed when it comes to losing weight, getting in great shape, improving your health, improving your confidence. There's the assumption: oh, we've well, got to have this unlimited resource of willpower to tap into to make it happen. And as two of the, uh, the most what's the term? Unwillpowered people in the world, mm-hmm. you and I. Yes. We can speak to how much horseshit. It really is.
1: Yeah, absolutely. But it is—it's a massive misconception, and Here's it's the term misconception. misconception. Thank you. It's a massive assumption, as you said, Matt, that people put on weight loss—that mm. you have to have willpower to get to the gym, or you have to have willpower to be able to change what you're eating, or you have yeah. to have willpower to do X. So, is It's a huge it's just overstated I think in the industry I think the term itself is thrown out too often
0: overemphasized to be sure in terms of oh we've got to have the willpower not to eat that or to do this and I will say in some instances there is a little bit of willpower involved but not to the extent you think just because a lot like say motivation willpower is like having a dance partner with two left feet
1: yeah absolutely so I think what we've said in the past, Matt, is that willpower definitely plays somewhat of a role. It's, there's a percentage there and it will come in handy every so often.
0: But it's not, well, it's not reliable.
1: But it's not reliable. As, and that, and that's know. the big trigger. Mm. And that's very similar to motivation. So yeah. we, we, we said the same thing when we did our episode based upon motivation is that it's not like you're never going to be experience motivation. It's not like you're never going to experience willpower. But it is overstated that it is what is necessary. Well, it's it, is, it is assumption that it is what is necessary to get results.
0: It's not a driving force, no. Behind success or failure? No at all. And something that, that Courtney said when we were planning this episode out um, was that this, this is an assumption that very easily then becomes an excuse.
1: Well, we were having a chat about the example you gave, which was when people tend to comment on other people's progress photos or result photos that oh, I wish I had your willpower. And I think that the assumption is then that, you know, you need willpower to get a result, and a lot of the time people throw that comment out there also because they're actually happy to use it as an excuse. Sometimes mm. it is that they, are, they, they want to be able to use it as an excuse because they don't want to go through the, the hard effort of losing weight.
0: Well, something that, that Courtney also brought up that's really on the money is that assumptions are assumptions based on a lack of knowledge yeah. of what's involved. And mm. I couldn't agree more with that when it comes to this. But then also this assumption quickly becomes an excuse and in some cases I think it can kind of empower people to keep on pretending that they are trying and there is a gigantic difference between trying and doing as we know.
1: And I think that the when the assumption crosses that barrier to become an excuse, it's because people don't take the time mm. to ask questions or to figure it out. So that's where the assumption is based on a lack of knowledge and you can fix that. But a lot of people, as we pointed out, choose not to because they're happy to stay in that in that box that they've put themselves in and in, in that excuse box. Mm. Because at the end of the day, losing weight is hard. It's difficult. It's time consuming. It's it's not always pleasant. It's challenging. You're gonna make sacrifices that you don't wanna make. Confronting. So Emotional. all of those things considered, it's not for everyone. And I think also that there's a misconception which leads into this and there's an assumption that anybody who's overweight should want to lose weight. And so I think that this feeds into that narrative of pu- putting it out there as an as a excuse and it becomes an excuse. You can just lean on, oh, well, I just don't have the willpower because you think it's unacceptable to turn around to someone and say – I just don't want to do that, and and that is something that I think we need to get a little bit better at. If you want, if you don't want to do it, or you're not ready to do it, don't pretend. Don't just say I know I don't want to do that right now.
0: You know, um, I will say.
1: Oh, hundred percent.
0: Do agree with you that there's a podcast unto its own. Yes. Stop fucking pretending.
1: Yeah, but I think that this all plays off each other. So in in those situations, I do feel like. The 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 phrase, I just don't have the willpower to do that, does then become an excuse and it becomes the go-to excuse for a lot of people without even figuring out whether they whether it's actually true or not. It's just something they throw out there because it's a defense mechanism for them people to say, Don't talk to me about it. I don't want to talk about it. When
0: I when I hear or read someone that says, I wish I had the willpower to do that, do you know how I actually read that? Or how I hear that, I haven't got the reason, or I haven't discovered my reason to do that. Yeah, because as we're going to get into now, through this discussion, where this isn't about power, it is about the reason. For Absolutely. Doing it. So we we can say from personal experience, and we've seen this now with hundreds of people over a number of years. There is a requirement when it comes to changing who you are inside and out that quite a few quite a few times along the way you are going to have to do things that you know you need to do even when you don't want to do them. Yes. Now, I should full like full transparency here. Courtney and I have as much willpower as you and as much willpower as the next person. Which is to say, fucking not much.
1: Not much. At the
0: best of times, not much. No. Yet, I would consider we are still pretty productive. We still get a fair bit done. Mm-hmm. So what's what's the deal? If, if you and I aren't exactly blessed with endless amounts of willpower, how do we get things done? How have we got to the point where we are?
1: Well, I think you just mentioned it before, which is it's the foundation to start off with is the reason why you want to change. Mm. And that has to be, it has to be the foundation because it has to keep everything else standing up. So if if that isn't strong, well, the whole thing's going to come crashing down.
0: Can I ask you a question?
1: Mm.
0: Of course I can. It's our show. And I'm here. And you, <laughs> No one else to ask. Would you say you have more, less or the same willpower now as when you and I first met? when you were really out of shape. Any differences there?
1: No, I'd say it was the same. In terms of if you really looked at willpower, I'd say it was very similar because I have ups and downs with willpower.
0: Oh, you mean like everyone else? Like
1: normal people. (laughs) And that would have been the same looking back on it. I mean, you know how good my memory is. But (laughs) looking back on it, I would say it would be the same because... Back when I first started, I was excited about starting. So you start off really strong and and you're really sort of strict on yourself Mm. and then that all starts to fade away and then the ebbs and the flows start. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's the same.
0: Okay. Which is to say not much?
1: Yeah. Which I'd I'd say it comes and it goes.
0: So from your personal experience, because you've done a lot Mm. since you and I first met, you've really changed yourself for the better. Got yourself a good husband. Yes. Um, What do you think has been the reason? If it's not willpower, what's it been?
1: It's been my goal at the time and my constant goal in bettering myself. I've always had a constant goal of I want to feel better about myself. That was all together with my very first goal of when I very first met you and started changing my lifestyle Mm. was I wanted to feel better about myself. I didn't want to look in the mirror anymore and, and not like what I saw. And not be confident about going out to places and having anxiety based around those, you know, things about how I looked and how people were going to perceive me, things like that. And not
0: taking an hour and a half to pick what clothes you're wearing that day.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I've got that down to about 45 minutes. So I'm doing really <laughs> well. Um,
0: I can vouch for that.
1: It's only taken me six years. So we'll press on. We've got decades to go. Um, but yeah. <laughs> we, uh, in all seriousness, it, 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 it the, the. It's always come back to the way that I wanted to feel about myself so and 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 over the years that has that has then come up in different sort of other goals I've set for myself like the bikini photo shoot <laughs> that I set for myself things like that when I first started off it wasn't oh I'm gonna do a bikini photo shoot that came what like a couple of years into you it
0: evolved into that yeah so
1: but it's always been based around the end goal has always been based around wanting to improve the way I feel about myself. Mm. So any other little goal I've set for myself in between that has always had that focus in mind. So that has always been my, my foundation and about everything that everything comes back around to that for me. What about you?
0: Well, I'll use a bit of an analogy. This applies not just to me but to most people in terms of, Moving forward in life, let's say you have a donkey. Okay, and I'm the donkey in this, this is case. Starting well, I'm the ass. <laughs> All right, a donkey. Donkey's not moving. There's usually two ways to get this donkey moving. Right, one way is you can grab a stick and you can whack its ass and whack it and whack it and whack it and whack it. You're cute when you giggle. Just want to say that my wife is. A beautiful woman, but when she giggles like this, it's quite adorable.
1: I'm just anyway. I'm just laughing that, people, that you're listening and trying to take in what we're saying, and now you're just imagining Matt as a donkey.
0: That shouldn't be too hard. Uh, so you got a donkey and it's not moving.
1: Yep, hitting it with a stick.
0: Hit it with a stick. Yep, that's one method to move it. Yeah, another method to move it is put a carrot in front of it and lead it on
1: mm.
0: and make it follow you. It's the same thing when it comes to this. So for me, to me, willpower is like hitting the donkey with a stick to get it moving. I would rather lead it with a carrot, and make it follow me. Mm. This is the same thing with goal setting. This is my whole point. Yeah, I have carrots. Mm. I have reasons to do. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing that I try and do with the people that I work with. I don't force people to want to change. They need a carrot. To make them want to follow it towards their outcome. Yeah, that's how I've got to where I'm at. Not because I've got endless amounts of willpower, because I fucking don't.
1: Mm.
0: Half the time, all I want to do is just play video games and watch Netflix and, and or watch sport.
1: Mm. Like I'm just
0: as lazy and unmotivated and lacking in willpower as fucking everyone
1: else. Well, I think it's pretty well documented how much I love going to the gym. So you may have said it once
0: or twice yes. over the last couple of years. Yes.
1: So I hate working out, but yeah. I still manage to get my sessions well, in every well, week. Well,
0: this is the thing: the carrot is there. That's my point with this. You know
1: what the thing is, though. In saying that, I don't look at that, and I wouldn't automatically say, "Oh, that's willpower."
0: What do you mean? What's what's willpower? Going to the gym?
1: Yeah. Of course, it's not. It's not, but it's not something I even think about. I don't even think about the term. Willpower?
0: No, you don't. You you just do.
1: I don't think about – I'll give you an example. I'm only thinking about it now because I'm just trying to think to myself what examples can I give about willpower. And the first example always comes to mind because I'm a sweet tooth. If there's chocolate in front of me, I'm going to eat it. Mm. So the willpower is in that moment, do I eat the chocolate or do I not eat the chocolate? And so –
0: The eternal – Question in life.
1: It's amazing. I need to put it on a T-shirt. Um, <clears so throat>
0: a T-shirt? We could organize that pretty soon.
1: <laughs> to eat the chocolate or not to eat the chocolate. <laughs> um, hashtag <laughs> willpower fail. Um <laughs> also,
0: also hashtag podcast merchandise coming soon.
1: Yes. But the, the the example I literally just popped into my mind was I went to a weekend work conference a couple of weeks ago. Mm. And they had a Saturday night dinner. Mm -hmm. Went to the Saturday night dinner and it was at a pub, a local pub. Yep. So we're sitting there. Everybody else is drinking. Now, I don't not drink alcohol. I drink alcohol if I want to. I don't
0: not drink alcohol. Okay.
1: I do drink alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) I do drink alcohol. So, Matt, you don't drink alcohol at all. No. I would have... A glass here and there, cool, if you, I wanted you're, to. You're about
0: what a bottle tonight.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't have anything against alcohol. I just have f- never been a big drinker. I just sometimes uh, I just
0: never been a big drinker.
1: Oh, on the odd occasion, you like you've
0: told me some stories. If
1: I've gone to a wedding or something like that, and and that sort of thing. But it is a general rule. Mm. I I wouldn't come home and have wine or something like that. I just don't really enjoy the taste of wine. That's all it, That's all it is really. Yep. So. We're at this bar, and I actually got asked by somebody in this group of people I was with, um, like, to the side. She actually pulled me aside and asked me if I was pregnant, (laughs) which I'm just telling you right now that I'm not. But she, that was, to her, that was the only reason why I kept saying, because she kept going up saying, oh, do you want a drink? I'm going to get a drink. And I said, no, thanks, I'm fine. And I was fine. And... She actually said, oh, are you pregnant? And I said, no. (laughs) And to her, though, that was the only reason I wasn't drinking because everyone else was drinking, Mm. that I would be not drinking. But it didn't occur to me that it was willpower or if it was anything. I just didn't want to drink.
0: I'll tell you what, it also speaks to like a situation like that, slight digression, but how many people would buckle
1: well, that's why I brought it up.
0: Everyone else was drinking. I'll be a people pleaser and fit in.
1: That's right. And it, and it works the same with food. I mean, that's a different situation um, than we're used to, but it would work the same with food. Everybody else is having this particular food. Mm. So willpower also comes into peer pressure and things like that. But I think the the reason I wanted to bring that sort of scenario up, scenario, scenario I can't speak, do right um, is because... Leading it, leading on from that, I think, we, Matt, you were about to talk about ha- habits, and oh, yeah. this is where I think habits beat willpower hands down every day of the week yep. because it isn't my habit to go out and to drink. That's not my habit, mm. and that isn't saying that that's bad for the people that I was with. It's their habit; they like it. It's their treat, and it's their way of oh, of going. relaxing. <laughs> no go for your us. life. Yeah. Yep. My my habit would be based around food because that's where my history is, that's where my love is. So my habit would be to go out and have dinner and have ice cream for dessert after dinner.
0: Delicious gelato.
1: <laughs> yes. So everybody I think has their their weaknesses, it has their vices. So my vice has always been food. Mm. So I've always been an overeater, I've always been – an emotional eater, I've always been a sweet tooth. So that's where my habits come in. And that's how I've always thought of it. I've always thought of it as good habits, bad habits. I've never thought of it as I've got willpower, I don't have willpower. It's just really never entered my mind.
0: Well, I think you touched on something very important there in terms of, like you mentioned that, you know, you have said once or twice over the years you don't like going to the gym, yet you are very... Or well, you're ultra consistent mm. with that. It doesn't take willpower because you've, you've built the habit. And that that there, to me, is the number one reason why willpower actually has nothing to do with it. Mm. Because if you build your habits up, it it's normal. It's your new normal.
1: And that was the say. same thing with going out and not having a drink.
0: It's normal for you to go out and not drink. It
1: was normal for me because mm. it's not my habit. So that what that didn't take willpower to go out and not have a drink because it's not normal for and me. And you
0: and you have built up these habits over time. Correct. And I think it's also worth mentioning uh, those that, that two parter we did back in the archives uh, about habits, how to make mm. your habits work for you. So you can find that at the website, which is
1: Theweightlosspodcast.com.
0: dot Thank you very much. I
1: think as well. So layering on top of that so yeah. you've got the foundation layer which is your reason why you want to change mm. which has to be strong enough to hold everything else up
0: well that well that's the anchor point that's the emotional yes. anchor point for the entire process without that it falls apart so
1: then you're building the habits on top of that yep so you're building the habits as well and the habits i've built mm. is based around my weaknesses so drinking alcohol was not a weakness of mine overeating on food was a weakness of mine I both. Eating out too often was a weakness of mine. Mm. Binge eating was a was a weakness of mine. So that's mm. where I guess, you know, if if someone making an assumption would say, Oh, that's where you've built your willpower. But to me, that's that isn't willpower. That's building the habits based around your weaknesses.
0: Wow. Mate, here it is.
1: Oh, hundred percent.
0: You know of it. I had a lot from that.
1: Well, I mean, you've had an experience talking of the alcohol scenario. So you had an experience where you used to overindulge on alcohol and food. Yeah. So you had it on both sides there. Mm -hmm. And so you were able to develop habits, new habits, and new lifestyle changes to be in line with your foundation, which is what you wanted in, in, in goals, as well, you know, and so you're layering up on top of that those habits and those lifestyle changes that are yes, going to carry you forward.
0: And it started with I had the carrot. Yeah, I had the reason to do it. That's where, that's where it begins because, like, you, th- you think I haven't got willpower now? I had none back then, mm. at all.
1: So you used to drink a lot. Yeah. Speaking of alcohol,
0: mm-hmm.
1: how did you then go? Would you say would you say that is it insulting to you if someone says to you, which I'm sure they have because you've, you've obviously went from drinking a lot of alcohol when you were younger mm. to now I, I've we've been together for, what, six years? Something like that? Yeah. And I've seen you, I could count the number of times on one hand that you've had an alcoholic drink.
0: Weddings and funerals.
1: So that's a big change. So mm-hmm. I'm sure you've heard it before of, oh, you I got great willpower.
0: I've... Yes. So, yes.
1: so you you obviously don't see it as willpower. You see it as I used to have this really bad habit. Of
0: course it's not willpower.
1: And I've put things in place to change that.
0: I had a reason to change, step one. Step one, I have a reason to change. Same with you.
1: Yours is a big reason as well since you were diagnosed as diabetic.
0: Well, actually, that didn't work either initially. Mm. Um, my reason was I was unhappy yeah, my unhappiness was greater than my resistance to change mm. and my unhappiness was greater than my laziness mm. or my lack of willpower. Personally, no, I don't get insulted when people assume that at all because I understand where that comes from. Yeah, because un- unfortunately with the line of work that we're in, there is assumptions left, right and centre. Like, you must have all this willpower. You've got to be so motivated. You've got to live at the gym. You've got to eat this boring rabbit food, all this stuff. It's, that's just how it works. Yeah. I'm okay with that. A different, a different podcast, what insults me is when people say, oh, you're so lucky. Mm. That is an insult because you create your own luck. In terms of willpower, now I get that, yep. but it's just a case of well, it's education. Like, yeah. take it from me, that willpower has nothing to do with it. Step one, reason to change. Step two, work at it long enough to the point where it becomes normal.
1: Yeah, I think this is such a good conversation to have, based around really any style, you know, where people feel like they're starting to get addicted to something. I was addicted to food, like overeating on food.
0: Mm. I'm still addicted to food, just different types now.
1: Well, I'm the same. Yeah, I love food, and I think I think that as we said it earlier on, I don't think you can rely on willpower or even habits to get you through unscathed 100% of the time you're still going to make mistakes. Well
0: let let the record show there is no 100% no when it comes to this like this is we're talking about how this has worked for us but it hasn't been a straight shot to it. There's been ups and downs all the way mm. but I obviously because I said it, but I'm quite a fan of the the, the carrot versus the stick. Analogy.
1: Yeah, definitely. Give
0: someone the stick to lead them where they want to go. Not the stick. Don't (laughs) give them the stick. Give them the carrot to lead them to where they want to go. Now, let's move this forward. Yes. Tips we want to give because we like to give actionable tips and help you get a quick win Mm. because otherwise, why would you listen to us talk shit for this long? (laughs) First tip I want to give this is some professional advice. Very serious advice, and it's this. Don't rely on the bullshit known as willpower.
1: Yeah. Let's start there. Yeah.
0: Vacate this out of your head. It ain't about this.
1: I, I, I think that the biggest thing you need, that people need to sort of really sit down and have, have a think about is if you're going to rely on willpower, I think what you're doing is you're thinking that in, in a situation of temptation, there's going to be some sort of like secret force. That's going to come over you, that's going to stop you from doing stuff.
0: (laughs) The force, like being a Jedi. (laughs) Like
1: being a Jedi. uh, And it's not going to come. So if you sit there and you think that that's constantly coming, you're going to be constantly disappointed.
0: And uh, I would also say in addition to that, it can be easy to then use this thing you call willpower As something to assign blame and responsibility to.
1: Yes.
0: Oh, I. I Sorry, I had all those donuts. I just didn't have the willpower.
1: Yes. You made a choice. It's such a a good point. There's a fucking
0: difference here. You made a choice. Yes. Own your choice.
1: You'd have to own your choices. I see.
0: I do see a lot of deflection when it comes to this because you can. I call it blame shifting. Oh, I just didn't have the willpower to say no to those five caskets of wine on the weekend. Piss off.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, shame and regret uh, are basic human emotions that people don't ever want to admit to or or deal with. So I, I think that's such a good point. You've got willpower and you can either put it in the excuses box, as we spoke about earlier, Matt, or you can choose to put it in the progress box. So if you're putting something in the progress box is that you're not relying on a secret force to stop you from making choices. What you're doing is you're empowering yourself with habitual changes to increase the possibility that your choices are going to be the right ones.
0: And that moves into the next tip that I want to give, which is just understand as your habits develop, it will remove the need to rely on what you think has to be willpower. Your habits will beat them ten times out of ten.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Yes. And then finally, I'll just reiterate, I've said it a couple of times, but your your reason for change is your foundation.
0: Well, it is worth reiterating because I think it's the I think it's the step one to getting past this. You have to have a reason yes. to move forward.
1: And can I just say of
0: course you can. that You'll if podcast. that
1: reason if you sit down and you're looking at this and you don't think that reason is strong enough, that's okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, don't no, force
1: it. No one, no, no one's going to like throw you in jail because you've realised that your reason for change isn't strong enough. It's not saying that that might change. We've had how many people have we met, Matt, in our time, through the gym, everything else that... Have and now the podcast. started off saying that no, no, no. My, my I'm, I'm ten out of ten. This is so important to me. Oh. I want to change. They start, and it's very clear that they're lying to themselves. Mm-hmm. And there's a difference, as we've spoken about, between wanting and needing to change. Yeah. So it's okay if you look at it and you say this isn't that important to me right now. Just wait. And own it. Own it. It's okay. Wait until it is that 10 out of 10 importance, no one is getting in my way, I will achieve this.
0: And here's the thing as well, when you're at that stage, you know it.
1: And you don't even think about willpower. Because
0: because the thought of staying as you are sickens you.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Would you say 100%? 100%. I think that, yeah, I, I, I really think that, that that analysing that why and then as you said, Matt, building habits on top of that.
0: I reckon right there is a two-step process yeah. to removing willpower yeah. out of the equation. Even though it is a two-step process, those are pre- two... Huge steps. <laughs> they're two pretty big steps, you might say, and that takes time. Yeah. And you know what? That's cool. That's of course cool. it takes time. Um, I should also mention the gym that you go to, their next 30-day weight loss challenge isn't going to help with this. No. This no. will take longer than you think. For some people, this can take years. Yeah. Years.
1: I'm still building habits.
0: Well, so am I. We, everyone is.
1: Yeah.
0: This isn't like – like Courtney and I, we don't even consider working with someone for less than 12 months, right? Mm. But even then, that is what I call a bare-ass minimum to stand a chance at long-term change. Yes. And I can just use ourselves as examples for how many years it's taken us to improve and there's still more improvement to go. Mm. Like it's not like, oh, cool, 12 weeks, 6 months, 12 months and my life is is all set. No, mate. You just inherit the next set of problems that come with getting better. Mm. But... That two-step process: establish your reason for change, and then work on the habits that will get a, get over this this hump that people yes. have in their mind of "oh, I've got the willpower to do it." Fucking mate, no one does.
1: No one does.
0: I don't either. No. I consider personally, I consider myself one of the most driven people I know. Yes. But honestly, I said it before. I say it again. At least half the time, I just want to play computer games.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: Because I love that shit. <laughs> Look forward to our future podcast on video games.
1: Ow. Mine. (laughs)
0: Now, I reckon we wrap this one up. Courtney?
1: I think so. Hopefully that's been helpful.
0: Well, if it hasn't, well.
1: Blame Matt. It was his idea. It
0: was my idea. I reckon you should come and hang out with us at our Facebook group. Yes. The official Facebook group of the Weight Loss Podcast. You might call it the Weight Loss Podcast colon the Facebook group.
1: Yes, you could call it that.
0: There is a link to our Facebook group in your podcast app, which you can pull up right now. Yes. We'll also say if you like what we do and you love the show and you think we're pretty cool, we think you're pretty cool too. You want to keep us ad-free because, mate, ads. <laughs> Come on. Buy us a coffee. Go to buymeacoffee.com slash loss. Keep the show ad-free. Yeah?
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: That'll link you can get in your podcast app. Any emails or feedback you want to send us, we are all ears. Yes. Or in this case, all eyes because we're reading emails. I'll give it this time. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Podcast at theweightlosspodcast.com is where we would love you to email us with any feedback or any questions because we will have another Q&A episode in our future as we usually do, another mailbag episode.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I reckon on that note, Courtney, let's wrap this sucker up. Wrapping it up. Hopefully, you got a lot out of this. Mm. Uh, feel free to reach out, let us know how you're going with this. And uh, we will speak to you soon. Bye.